Hello, Mzanzi. Welcome to episode 371 of the Farmers Inside Track podcast. My name is Duncan Masiwa, and I'm your host for this episode. Now, in the picture square landscapes of the Western Cape, as far as the eye can see, hills are adorned with beautiful yellow canola fields. In this episode, Zander Spammer, Agricultural Resource Manager at Southern Oil, provides insights for farmers on current trends in canola farming, opportunities, why it's important for farmers to consider incorporating canola as a rotational crop, the benefits of it all, and more. Zander, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Welcome, Duncan, and welcome, listeners. It's definitely great having you. I spent some time in Swellendam a few months back, and it's absolutely a beautiful experience seeing all those yellow rolling hills on that side of the world. For someone that has never seen it, that has never experienced it, how do you describe that beauty to someone? Just think of the biggest garden you've ever seen in your life, times 20. That's how it looks. It's very pretty. Hector upon Hector, just flowers. It's a nice contrast between the blue sky, green fields, yellow flowers. So if you ever want to take pictures, the Southern Cape, Swartland region is a very good place to do that. Flower season is from middle June, July through to August. It's definitely a beautiful crop, but also definitely an interesting crop in terms of the farming process. What are the current trends in canola farming that we are seeing and how have they evolved over the past few years? The current trends that we see in canola farming is there's definitely a shift towards more canola. Farmers are really doing a good job at getting good yields and the price is also very supportive so they're making money with it and that always helps a crop to attract more hectares. And then on a technical side there's quite a big trend is a shift towards direct harvesting and a shift away from swathing. For the ordinary listener just means swathing is we call it in Afrikaans a platin machine or a swatting machine. It is the cutting of the canola, cutting it into rows. If you are in September in the Overberg or SSK or Fulinam region, you'll see these rolling hills of canola in rows, but farmers are now actually direct harvesting it and not swatting it anymore because of very good cultivars and breeding techniques that have allowed for pots to not shatter. So... The reason why we swat is because if the wind blows hard enough, the seeds get blown out out of the pots. But now the new cultivars pot shattering ability, so people can just direct harvest. Also on a cost basis, that makes a lot of sense. So on a technical side, that as we've seen that quite a big change over the last two years. It sounds like there's been a lot of growth in the canola industry in terms of both production and also the technical side technology and mechanization as well. Discuss with us the potential opportunities for farmers in canola industry, considering market demands and also global trade dynamics. In October, I was at the International Rapeseed Congress in Sydney, Australia. So that's every four years and that's where all of the industry leaders of canola get together, discuss topics regarding canola. My big takeaway message there was just there's an increased investment and focus on canola. Australia, the research development company has just released 200 million rands of funds into canola cultivars. And we import all our canola cultivars from Australia 
So that will improve our cultivars in South Africa significantly, which will allow farmers to obtain even better yield. So what I saw there and what I heard is just that the market is very ready for canola because of its healthy attributes. So the future is really looking bright for canola at this point. That's definitely encouraging to hear. I've heard stories of our canola industry is actually quite world-class in comparison to what's happening elsewhere in the world. It's definitely great hearing these stories about how an industry in the Western Cape is doing so well compared to other parts of the world. How has the adoption of technology impacted canola farming practices? And what innovations do you foresee influencing the industry in the near future? Our farmers are some of the best in the world, if not the best. So farmers have really adopted technology into their farm in terms of primarily through precision farming. That entails spraying and fertilizing at variable rates. Technology plays a pivotal role in their farming setup and they have really mastered it. And that is why we can see we get the yields that we get. If you look at the amount of rainfall that we get versus other parts in the world, our yield is right up there and they get a lot of more rain. So our farmers really do the best with what they get. It's great to see. One thing that we are definitely seeing in the agricultural sector that it's becoming more and more important for farmers to be future focused and taking into consideration the soil and the environment and how they take care of it. Talk to us about the environmental benefits of using canola as a rotational crop and also how it contributes to sustainable farming practices. Canola is grown here in the, we call it the winter grain region, and the benefits is primarily three. It breaks the disease cycle, allows for rotation of herbicides, and then it's also, it gives improvement in the following year if you plant wheat or barley. If I just elaborate a bit on those three topics, so canola is a broadleaf crop, barley and wheat is grass crops. So barley and wheat is very genetically very similar to each other. So they carry the same root diseases and then canola being a broadleaf crop is genetically very different. So we call canola break crop. So then if you plant canola, which is a broadleaf crop, those pathogens that are in the ground, they get dormant. So the year after, you have a much more healthy soil. It's very different to barley and wheat. So you can spray different herbicides that allows different mode of actions to work so that you don't get herbicide resistance. That is crucial for sustainable farming practices. If we really get two severe cases of herbicide resistance, it's going to be very difficult to farm sustainably going forward. And then the last one, as I said, it makes economically sense. And if it makes sense economically, obviously then farmers can farm it because at the end of the day, Everyone has to make money. Otherwise, this is not a hobby. I cannot imagine that it being easy to cultivate canola. What challenges do farmers typically face when integrating canola into their crop rotation? And how can these challenges be effectively addressed? So from my experience, there's typically four main aspects that farmers struggle with is more difficult than the rest. And they are the seeding rate, the amount of seed that gets planted per hectare, the timing of spray of herbicide or fungicide, when to swath, and then the last one is getting the right cultivar. So with all four of those aspects, you can really get good information 
from your local agronomist or on the internet, or you can call me or we have three agronomists working for Southern Oil and it's a free service. They can easily just call us. We have quite a few years experience, so we can definitely assist you with that. So the information is there. It's just about getting the information to the farmers. You know, Zander, a farmer that is listening to this conversation right now and they might be interested in getting into canola farming. Personally, I don't know what is meant when you say swath. Maybe just briefly explain that to us. What is meant by that? So swathing is just a cutting of canola into windrows. So prior to harvest, we uh, here in the Southern Cape and the Overberg region have strong winds blowing from September through to November. And as I've mentioned previously, in years gone by, it tended to blow the seed out of the pots. So then you have big harvest losses. But now of recent times with the new cultivars, they really focused on breeding cultivars that has this pot shattering ability. So farmers are moving away from swathing actually to just direct harvesting. So swathing is just, you have a swathing machine and it cuts the canola into windrows. With the canola industry being quite an important player when it comes to you know South Africa's economy, can you discuss the economic implications of expanding into canola farming, both in terms of your initial investment and long-term profitability? Well, for canola, it uses precisely the same machinery and equipment as wheat farming. So if you already set up with wheat farming, going on board with canola, so the cost is more or less the same also as wheat. So it actually fits into the rotation of wheat and barley very well. Normally it's better than wheat, so yield is very important because yield is normally lower than wheat. So it's very yield sensitive. If you get 500 kilograms more, it can easily be another 4,000 to 5,000 extra rand per hectare. So yield is very sensitive. Zanin, with a growing focus on plant-based products, how do you see the demand for canola oil and other canola-derived products evolving in the coming years? What I can see and what I've listened and what I read is just that there's just this growing demand. So I think canola is perfectly placed for this whole trend to sustainable, healthy living. I just want to reiterate this again. The future is looking really good for canola. Thanks, Zander Spammer, Agricultural Resource Manager at Southern Oil. You can, of course, read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Duncan Masiwa, our technical producer, Megan Funderfind, and the rest of Hashtag Team Foodformzanzi. Thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. 